0: I'm Zach. I'm Roy, and this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, we're in for a wild ride tonight. I, I forgot uh, for a little while that we were recording, and so I started drinking real early. Oh, that's what's going on. I can not tell. I thought you were mad at me. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm just drunk. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, I got so drunk that my beard fell off yeah
1: i noticed that it's very disturbing now you you look like a baby really Mm -hmm. like a like a gross fat baby with no chin
0: Mm -hmm. that's what i keep thinking every time i look in the mirror soon i'm
1: gonna have a baby my baby's gonna have a lot of hair on it you think the way that you do like on its
0: body on its head okay it showed up in the ultrasound oh has a lot of hair so you saw that did you did you make the doctor just cover up your baby's dick or boobs you on the ultrasound? You can only see parts of the baby
1: at a time. You know like in Aliens Alien 3 when she goes into the little shuttle pod to make sure she's been implanted or not. Uh it doesn't show all of it all all, all at once. It shows part of it. Okay. So there are parts in the ultrasound for a baby that look just like that where you only see the spinal column. Okay. And it looks
0: like it's an alien. So there's also is there an ultrasound where all you can see is Brad duriff stuck inside part of your your baby? You Yes. And uh And he the, says a weird thing. <laughs> he gently uh rocks the baby to sleep. Oh that's great Sings the baby to that's sleep. So cute. That's so cute. Brad Dourif is, Brad Dourif sings the best lullabies. Yes, he does. I'm sorry, Roy. I admire that man. I'm having a, I'm having a Kelly night on Advice Hot Dog. (laughs) Oh. Episode 52. You know what that means. Next, uh, next week, going to be the Joker's card.
1: Oh, is that what that is? 53 is the Joker's card? Which one's the
0: instructions? Uh, that's zero. Really? It counts as zero? We didn't record one of those. Oh. Yeah uh maybe we should do i feel like we did not record one of those maybe we should dedicate an episode to uh juggalo culture what uh is are there negative numbers no no they're just all about the deck the joker's cards oh okay so 53 where nine inch nails had halos they had the first and and seventh uh joker's cards Uh uh-huh uh and ultimately, after they released 52 albums, The Secret of the Dark Carnival was revealed. <laughs> Do you think there's a band that's released 52 albums? Um,
1: you know, Neil Young has come pretty close to that. I don't know if you would consider him strictly a band, because sometimes he records by himself and sometimes with uh,
0: crazy Horse. Sometimes he just turns on a tape recorder while he's sleeping <laughs> yeah. and releases 45 minutes of silence. Uh, Ani Annie DeFranco may record fifty two albums. Mm. How, many, how many good ones were there? One,
1: mm. two? You know, I would guess maybe four or five. Pretty good ones. Do you think there were Every, four or five
0: good albums worth of songs distributed over fifty two albums?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I can't. So do you think test, you could I can't make a, see into the future? a I don't four know.
0: disc greatest hits compilation? Uh,
1: she's she's mellowed mellowed out a
0: whole lot. Oh yeah?
1: Yeah, she's let her hair grow out really uses lipstick and uh got married okay i think she got married what's I don't the lip
0: is the lipstick so she can go to a rainbow party <laughs> i don't know things do change as you get I mean, older maybe the reason that she mellowed out is because she and all of her friends poured all of their parents pills into a big bowl and then just took a bunch of them hey that's always fun and half of the that's pills that's were, were party mellowing game. agents and only a third of them were amphetamines mm-hmm wouldn't it be cool if you went to one of those parties to be the kid whose parents were just total junkies? Oh, like, oh, it okay. turns out four of these pills were just crack. Wow. Yeah. Do, do you, um,
1: where does one get crack pills?
0: Pharmacy. Oh. Black pharmacy. Uh-huh. Like black market. The, the dark no, I was pharmacy. No, it's like, you go find a black pharmacist and ask him if he'll sell you some crack. Wow. Because, <laughs> I mean, probably. He's probably not going to respond well to that. No, he's like, I went to college, asshole. <laughs> That was tough in
1: my class. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I've never been to one of those parties. Yeah, me neither. W- would you go if you were invited? No, today? I would not.
0: I would okay. not, sir.
1: Even if they were... what if they were all sugar pills? Okay, i think about just like a placebo party, like a
0: candy party. Yeah, or if you just went to a, like a Pez party, where everybody shows up with a tube of Pez Ugh. and then they drop it all into a big bowl. But, you don't like Pez?
1: Well, okay, I do like Pez, but how many Pez are you going to eat? are you gonna grab a handful of pez and just shove them in your mouth i think like a bowl a bowl's
0: worth <laughs> you get two scoops uh-huh two scoops of pez in every bowl um i think it's in every box mm. i like a pez i bet i could eat a lot of pez really it's mostly just like sugar it's flavor great okay. it's sugar in a really uh, a really uh, particularly intense kind of artificial fruit flavoring mm-hmm. makes me happy
1: I've been watching a lot of uh Hulu programs, uh programming and they have um, repetitive commercials and one commercial that keeps coming on is the commercial for sweet tarts. Have you ever seen a commercial for sweet tarts? I have not. It's weird. It's also a weird commercial. It's all like computer graphics and
0: laser light shows. Mhm. There was our uh, our buddy at the uh at the restaurant where Chris and I used to work who said that uh I don't know, I think he was freaking out a friend of his who was on acid once uh, by giving him a sweet tart and saying, think about how sweet it is. Now think about how tart it is. Now think about how sweet it is. <laughs> oh, that kind of freaks me out now. Yeah. Wow. That's like, that, like when that, you say a baby medi- over and meditation. over again. Yeah. yeah, I guess it would. And, you know, you'd have sort of a built-in timer. Oh, I can finally stop meditating because I got impatient yeah. and just crunched the sweet tart. Right. It's like eating a Tootsie Pop. Why are we already talking about candy? I think I don't we've know. Sk- we've skipped ahead. Candy's good good to talk talk for you. Uh, you know what? Let's just let's just go ahead to the to the portion of the show we call topics. Okay. What's today's topic, Roy? T- today's topic
1: uh, was given to us by Alex. Right? Is that correct? Yes. And it is candy stores. Okay. What do you think of that? Uh, well,
0: we recently were in a candy we did. store go to a candy store Mm -hmm. after after seeing prometheus Mm -hmm. we went in and we looked around and we made observations about a lot of the things that they sold there and then we left without buying anything because we're grown-ups
1: yeah Uh, something about that makes me a little bit sad
0: yeah i i mean i think a lot of the reason that i didn't buy anything is because you didn't buy anything and i was like well i don't want roy to think i'm not as mature as him really i mean that was the whole reason i had that beard (laughs) oh i see but i've given up <laughs> and you drink alcohol i just don't care anymore
1: <laughs> um well you know i used to really really love candy and eat it you know I'm, I'm i guess like any kid and get very excited about different types of candies especially sour candies and and whatnot but now if there was a store that was all chips like different types of chips i think that would uh
0: make me fairly excited like a like a French fry store. Like, are you British in this situation? Every every type of chip. So they like, sell poker
1: chips. They sell potato chips. They sell uh, microchips. T- microchips. I was thinking uh, chips of paint. Okay.
0: <laughs> every type
1: of chip. You don't see you a lot of those of. for
0: sale. Uh, you know, I mean, there's swatches. I guess. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Maybe you could go to like a what do you call that place uh, where. There's that store in town that you can just buy old beat up pieces of torn down buildings. It's called uh, Stardust Industries and yeah, the dump, Stardust Dump. Um, yeah, I love going there. Yeah, they probably sell paint chips. Uh,
1: you know, I I look every time I'm there and they don't. Oh, there's chipped uh, beef.
0: Yeah, you get some chip beef, beef chips. Yeah,
1: right, exactly. So there there are a lot of different types of chips that you could have in one store. Who ice chips like they give you at the hospital?
0: Right, right. When you're miserable, but you can't have any food or like a boner. Right. Sorry, ice chips is as good as it's going to get, buddy. (laughs) Get used to it. Uh This is what you're going to have instead of boners from now on. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you trade all of the rest of your boners for the rest of your life for a store that had every kind of chip that didn't charge you anything and you could always go there? It was like attached to you wherever you were (laughs) at any moment. It's like a... Tumorous growth? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like it's like just every <laughs> means you so, can't go into buildings anymore. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that every door, every building that you spend a significant a significant amount of time in has a door in it that you never use for anything. Mm. So, so that's that, like a magical door. Yeah, so that door will just lead to the chip store. Uh, it's not even really a store, right? It's just okay. more like a chip, like it's a chip warehouse, maybe with like a friendly uh, a friendly clerk no oh.
1: no what it should be is a really really attractive
0: that's what I was about to say here's the catch though the the clerk is a super hot naked girl who always wants to have sex with you but you can't because you don't have any boners mm-hmm. but the chips are really but good but you have chips yeah. I couldn't have sex with her but you know the chips were good mm-hmm. are you allowed to touch her? Uh, well you yeah but it's not going to do anything for you mm. yeah I don't know I really do like chips. Yeah. And I mean, I guess if the store had any kind of chips you could imagine, you'd be like, what about like uh, give me some chips that cure cancer. That'd be pretty cool cuz they'd have them. They'd cancer have to. chips. It's a kind of chip. Any it's like a blue chip stock. St. Anselm's ontological chippery. Uh-huh. Uh, any any chip you can imagine they have.
1: So, essentially you could just is this like the I wish for 20,000 more wishes? kind of thing oh so you're saying you you're, could go in
0: there and give me one of those chips that gives you a boner even uh-huh, though you can't get a boner a boner chip yeah now
1: if it has a boner chips in it i would say i would take the chip store well, right because, because you're I'm, just
0: getting a free chip store without having to sacrifice anything but that's a less interesting but
1: maybe their um their interpretation of boner chips is just dried up boners cut in cut up into chips cut into and, little
0: slices and, yeah and kettle fried. or maybe it's a chip that will give you a boner but it's a cursed boner Oh,
1: how would it be cursed? I don't know. Mm, I know. Uh wherever you um whenever you put the boner in something, you feel it going into you. That is exactly
0: you. what I was about to say. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and not in like a comfortable place either. Mm-hmm. Not as like, oh, it just went into my armpit or something. That's warm. You know, uh-huh. it would go into something like like your rib cage or your nostril or <laughs> your nose, your eye. Oh, man. Yeah okay uh
1: then i would say i would keep keep my boners keep your boners okay mm-hmm.
0: that's that seems like a pretty good
1: if it has to have those chips and i'm compelled to eat them okay you don't think you could resist well maybe that's part of the magic of the store
0: i mean all you'd have to do is get one of the resist eating the boner chips chips oh you could take that well you know if it has cancer
1: fighting chips i would probably take one for the team
0: oh it also has uh erica Strata. And you have to watch him fuck the hot clerk. Uh uh-huh. He's the general manager. And this chip store is getting worse all the time. Uh, oh,
1: man. This is a pretty good store. What was the other dude's name? Do you, do you remember the blonde one? Uh, yeah. His partner. John. Eric Estrada's uh,
0: partner. I don't know the actor's name, though. Is, I, is that guy still alive? I don't know. I've never seen him in anything else that I can uh, remember. I don't know that I've ever actually seen an episode of Chips. It oh, was boy. one of those things where whenever show. the beginning of it came on, I would just... I don't know. I think that was on television before I was allowed to touch the television, so I would always have to be like, Mom, can you change the channel? My dad didn't let me touch the channel changer. Really? I'm sure I would have just torn it off the front of the television and stomped it to powder. Um, no, you would have kept turning it until it broke. Yeah, Probably. I have a... That's what I do. It's my natural instinct is to just keep using something until it breaks. No, not even using it. Just keep turning something off and on until it breaks. Mm -hmm. Uh, We should do an experiment where we have one lamp that I just turn on and leave it on and see how long it takes the bulb to burn out, and then another one that I just turn off and on until the bulb blows out and see how long it takes. Do you think I could do it for an entire day? I would need some Mm. of your amphetamine chips to stay awake.
1: I think you could. I mean, if... If you rise to the challenge, yes. If it's if it's like you're gonna collect funds for a charity, I'm sure you could do it. Oh
0: okay. And I go right to the neighborhood and I'll be like, Hey, I'm gonna um I'm gonna turn this lamp off and on just over and over again until the bulb burns out. Do you wanna sponsor me? Can I have like forty bucks? And they'll be like, Yeah, what's this for? And I'm like, you know, it's a lamp. <laughs> lamp charity? Yeah. <laughs> it's so that I can buy a new lamp. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't think I actually broke that lamp, Roy. I think the bulb just burned out. Maybe.
1: I don't know. Uh, Zach is referring to a, a lamp that I used to have when we were in high school, and he came over after school one day and just, for no reason, started turning it on and off until either it broke or the bulb went out.
0: Either way, I don't know why. <laughs> you, you just you got so angry that you took the lamp and you threw it into the empty swimming pool in the backyard, no. and then you just skateboarded over it until it until it was disintegrated mm-hmm. and i said roy i think it just needed a new bulb and you were like shut up zach what Will it not. needed was a bunch of sick ollies <laughs> it was pretty sweet yeah that was a great swimming pool uh roy did roy didn't have a swimming pool was back here no um but or we did sometimes ollies. ride we did sometimes ride bikes up and down some dirt hills
1: uh by sometimes you mean one time no
0: we did it a couple times did we yeah and then i got hurt <laughs> And then we stopped doing yep. that. yeah, That tradition was over. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what have you been up to in the few days since the last time we recorded one of these? I, I feel like nothing has really happened.
1: Um, not a whole lot. I've been uh, concerned a lot with getting things in order in our house, so I've been building some shelves in the baby's closet, which is weird, right? Why would a baby need a closet?
0: Yeah, or, and I mean, even if he had a closet, why would he need shelves in a closet? It's so that we can put stuff away. Okay baby things are you worried that your baby is gonna be you're gonna come home from the hospital and your baby is gonna be like ah i am not sleeping in this fucking dump yeah I, essentially yes that's what the baby's gonna say
1: Only i don't I expect that when the baby is 14 years old
0: well but then i mean that's the point at which you throw the baby out anyway oh and get a new one yeah because the baby's pregnant uh, and you're like <laughs> no baby of mine is gonna have a baby in this house uh-huh. not under my roof mm-hmm. so that's what then, you're say. then they're outside You can have a baby outside. Yeah, and then so it'll just, like, crawl into, like, a big stand of bougainvillea and have a litter. (laughs) (laughs) It's what you do here. It's the only way to stay cool. (laughs) It is. Yeah, it's pretty hot. Uh, I
1: was working on the fish pond this morning, which is irritating now (laughs) for me (laughs) to work on the fish pond and keep those uh, stupid fish alive. But I still feel um, obligated to keep them
0: alive. Well, I mean, you don't want to just murder like 200 pounds of animal no i don't It'd be easier if it was just one animal like if especially if the animal was an asshole sure like it yeah. was a goat but, that, but the fish are pretty cool it was a goat that kept breaking your stuff uh-huh just knocking Standing over can, knocking over cans of paint it's like does it on purpose
1: like fuck you goat i think goats do do that <clears throat> uh we've considered maybe getting some miniature sheep miniature but, sheep eventually yeah you can get smaller sheep Oh, your baby
0: could ride them around. That would be adorable. Yeah, I have thought of that. It could herd them. You could train your baby to become a shepherd.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: so it it has a trade later. And then you could say, my baby is my shepherd. I shall not want. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He maketh me to fall in the fish pond. (laughs) Um, Are you worried that your baby is going to A, multiply the number of fish that you have in your pond and then B turn the water in your pond into wine so that the fish can no longer live in it. So you'll have to frantically take the fish out one at a time and put them in the toilet for a few minutes (laughs) to rinse them out, Uh, Yeah, to to clean them, let them breathe. Mm Mm-hmm. I am. These are all
1: worries. I,
0: I'm worried about most things. You should probably knock, a, knock a hole the in the wall of your bathroom to make it easier to get from the fish pond to the toilet, mm. just in case that happens. Okay. What if, if your baby was walking on water and then turned the water into wine, would your baby fall in? Oh, because the baby can only walk on water, but not on wine. I mean, the baby has only been known to walk on water, right? I mean, Yeah. Well, I mean, probably the ground, too. Was uh-huh. like, ah, Jesus was so lazy. Yeah. He wouldn't walk anywhere unless you dug him a river.
1: Um, yeah, I
0: don't know. Or I guess you could cry him a river.
1: Do you think people noticed uh, that Jesus was like 12 feet tall and had black eyes and translucent skin? That's never been in any documents. No. Didn't anyone notice that?
0: Yeah, it does seem weird. I mean, you, you well, you have to assume, though, that he doesn't look like the traditional depictions of him where he's like a white guy with long, straight brown hair and a trim mm. beard, right? Right. Uh, if I were ever to become a pirate, I think Trimbeard would be a good name. Trimbeard? Yeah. It's like it's like a pirate, like, an, like a poon pirate.
1: <laughs> oh, it's a pirate who gets trim?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. Ta- that, good use of those words. That pirate gets more trim than an astronaut gets. Tang. That's what mm-hmm. they'd say. Yeah. Good rhymes. He gets a lot of booty.
1: Have you ever considered um, starting a raps group with me? <laughs> um, no. Are you offering?
0: Yeah. Are you offering me an opportunity to, to yeah. get in on this yeah. venture yeah, at the ground uh, floor? Right on the
1: ground level, yeah. Okay.
0: I, uh, I've often heard that it's a good idea to go into business with somebody who is literally just about to have a child. Um, because you know you're desperate. You wanna you wanna provide a legacy. Yes, for your exactly. child, and yeah. so you're hungry mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, one thing that I know about Stay having hungry. a new baby is like just fucking loads of free time. So much. That's mm-hmm. all I've ever heard anyone say. Well, they sleep a lot. Go know? to a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Stay out drinking. Yeah. Well, you got to go out drinking if you're going to write the
1: raps. Yeah. Yeah. It's a life experience. You need to talk about something. So
0: you got to go to the clubs. All right. Mhm. Yeah. All the single ladies. Mhm. What what?
1: <laughs> hey, uh how have you been? What have you been up to? Uh just working. Just working. Yeah. I've also done
0: some of that. Good. Mhm. We've got a we've got a Kickstarter that got funded. Yeah. We're about to really we're about great. to launch a video game beta with 2500 people in it, which is that's awesome. Fucking crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, today I today I built some things so that those people can tell us some things. Oh, nice. And that's pretty good. Okay um yeah one of the things they're gonna tell us is this thing looks like shit yeah and i'll say i made it in one day no i mean the bug tracking stuff oh i thought not you the meant game. the game oh that stuff i'm
1: responsible Gosh, buddy, for where,
0: where's where'd your confidence go
1: uh you know i've been thinking a lot about about it and um i think i'm gonna be okay Good. i've been very excited about um new things for this project all right for the future
0: good not for now uh although i have to tell you we've decided to switch to a different technology for future iterations so we're oh. gonna need you to make all of the art on and a series of etch-a-sketches awesome have you ever made any serious art on an etch-a-sketch
1: mm, no i haven't you know like uh drawing an ad at or something
0: I, hmm. why is that what you thought of I don't know have I, you seen an ad ad drawn on an at a sketch sketch I feel like I have I
1: I feel like the serious stuff that I've ever seen on on an etch a sketch are reproductions of famous uh, artworks already like the Mona Lisa or um, the da Vinci Code or um, you know popular culture images yeah I think Lots I of Star Wars stuff
0: I think I once saw a, uh, a like a like a collage sort of thing of um, photos of Michael Jordan mm-hmm yeah that seems right we had to do this stuff in my algebra class in seventh grade which i don't really understand uh, what the purpose of this was maybe it was eighth grade uh the teacher would give us a a sheet with just a bunch of numbers on it which were just like cartesian coordinates that Mm -hmm. we would then have to like do a connect the dots Mm -hmm. kind of thing and it would make a picture on a sheet on a sheet of graph paper okay you'd set up the origin in the middle and I don't really understand what the point of that was because it was trivial to do and yet we just had to do hundreds of them oh well it was easy for the teacher
1: to uh, produce them I guess were you all quiet when you were working
0: on this we had to work on them at home oh yeah I always got yelled at in that class and I have no idea why I really don't remember what I was doing Probably just talking, Whoa. smarting off, sassing back. <sighs> what did you normally get yelled at for? I don't know. I, I mean, I remember, like, I got in trouble a lot in school. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, it was frequently for cursing. Huh. Um, really, the reason that I got in trouble is because I was annoying and unpopular, so I would always get told on for everything. And then it got to the point where people could just make shit up and I would get in trouble for it. Really? So that was pretty cool. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, live and learn. Mm-hmm. It just it just instilled me with a with a, a deep and abiding respect for authority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, okay, but yeah, all I've done is work. I think mm-hmm. uh, this weekend I cleaned. I shampooed a lot of carpets. Yeah, it looks pretty good in there. It does. Mm-hmm. I uh, found out what it feels like to uh, turn a steam cleaner on its side and blast some steam at your balls. Wow, really? Yeah, it hurts. Hurts a lot. Oh, you didn't do it on purpose? No. Oh, I feel like you would. I was trying to steam clean the stairs. Okay. And I was like, well, uh, you know. Why were you naked? uh, Well, I was about to make up some explanation for that, but then I couldn't think of any. Okay. It's pretty good. So, no good reason. You were just naked because. Well, because the roommates moved out, and so this was was like the first weekend in a long time that I could just wander around my house naked. Mm hmm Do you ever do that? Nope. No? Never you've never done that i think i probably have and then i was like yeah i don't want to do this anymore huh. ever and so i was like never doing that again what if you
1: have a bandana would you consider that clothes Can where's just, the band like wrapped around my dick yeah I just tie
0: it off sure yeah Mm-hmm. yeah i would do that i mean it's like a bindle stiff mm-hmm. yeah i'd get a bindle stiffy. tie one on yeah tie one on and get a bindle stiffy mm-hmm. okay roy yes We've got a lot of questions from a lot of people. Okay, they need our help, Roy. They want do, our advice. Do They really need our help. They do. They okay. do. In the, you know, normally when I say that, I'm just making shit up. I'm uh-huh. just going through the motions leading up to the thing that I'm about to say. But this time, I really mean it. Okay, I'm serious. There's a lot of people out there with a lot of really pressing issues. Okay, and we need to we need to get to get to helping them deal with, dealing with their issue, <laughs> their, their press on nails. But first, Roy, let's have a cocktail. Okay. This week's cocktail is the pink gin. You found this in a book. Yes, I did. And all it is is gin and bitters. Uh, essentially, yes. The, so we're having this, we don't normally do this, but we're having two different variations on the cocktail: Roy's is on the rocks and mine is up. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's the weird thing about gin is that gin tastes very, very strong mm-hmm. when you just like drink trees. it. But it is almost trivial to obviate the flavor of gin by mixing it with stuff you pour some tonic in there just goes away Mm -hmm. no longer tastes like a tree you pour some olive juice in there goes away no longer tastes like a tree pour some bitters in there goes away no longer tastes like a tree hmm i would probably like tofu i would probably drink this you would well no it's not like tofu it's like if tofu tasted like raspberries but no matter what you cooked it with it stopped tasting like raspberries hmm Raspberry tofu is like that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, you know, I almost never want to eat any tofu. Really? Yeah. I do. I really I really like firm fried tofu. Huh. I See, I like... Sometimes you get a dish and you're not sure if it's cheese or tofu, and then when you eat it and it turns out it's cheese, you're like, yeah, I'm glad that that was cheese instead of tofu. I hardly ever get a dish where
1: I'm... Uh, ambiguous about whether it's cheese or tofu really yeah what, what well i feel get like then? that
0: happens to me all the time really yeah i think in give me an example uh in indian food sometimes which oh, i guess maybe there's just okay. never tofu in indian food but i don't know oh sure it's always okay, it's that always that sense. paneer but um, i mean that like that kind of cheese mm-hmm. is very similar to tofu sure and consistent so when you put that in that context in then yes it. yeah um and i also feel like sometimes that you'll get like if you get a Greek salad. Mm -hmm. At some weird place, they might put tofu in it, but they might also just have that kind of feta that cubes really easily. Sure. You know.
1: I thought you meant some more like mac and cheese, and it's
0: not cheese, it's just like mac and tofu. That seems like it would be terrible. Yeah, it does. Because, I mean, macaroni doesn't have a flavor, so the tofu would just continue to taste like nothing. Mm -hmm. And tofu doesn't melt. Water. And it isn't creamy. tastes like salty water. Mm, Good. Where
1: does the salty come from? You add uh, salt. To give it some flavor.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Do we have any old business to take care of, right? We who have a
1: little old business. Uh, Drew in Kentucky is the person who sent in the Vampiro cocktail recipe, so uh, thank you, Drew.
0: Oh. See, when we saw the the bottom of the postcard and it said drew in Kentucky, we assumed that what that meant was that the person who, who drew the picture drew it it in Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, We didn't know that that was your name, you know, and we were like, Oh, that should be drawn in Kentucky. That's, that's adorable.
1: (laughs) Um, and Ryan from Australia, I I think you probably remember this guy. He's the one who wanted to become a dating coach. Uh Uh, he just graduated from uni and uh he'll be pursuing his career in july so Ooh. uh great great job ryan You might hope be better off successful. going to
0: college instead of uni <laughs> um you graduated from one of those ink pens that has the <laughs> rollerball <laughs> um right mm-hmm. what else what else starts with uni uh uni brow right? yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah graduated I, uni- I graduated enough. from a unicycle <laughs> i graduated from clown college with a major in unicycle studies <laughs> people do graduate from clown college i don't think the clown is college so is, a real, is a real thing
1: yeah there's clown school
0: yeah but i don't think you get to call it a college no no i mean mm-hmm. I, like, I, I can't just can like have a clown hang, major. Out, hang out a shingle and say hey everybody welcome to fart college and then they come in and i just well, teach have them you about ever tried it? different kinds of farts and i give them a certificate i'm not accredited but you could get accredited i'm really i'm just an, associ- far- I'm just an associate professor of farts uh,
1: How do you get fart tenure?
0: Um, Corinne forgot to mention that the most important part about deciding to get pregnant is who you are getting pregnant with. That seems to be the key ingredient. Oh, yeah. She just probably hurt your feelings and then felt like she had to say something nice to make it up to you. Oh, probably. <laughs> because she regrets her decision. <laughs>
1: uh, I also forgot to mention that in our birthing classes, we learned
0: that a big taint is good for childbirth. What is the point of telling people that? like if you announce that to a class full of people all that means is that the women with small taints are going to look down and be like oh fuck
1: well sure but but there are advantages and disadvantages to everything so this is just to reassure those that um have huge taints and have always been self-conscious about it that it's going to
0: help them out i see has anybody ever been self-conscious about having a huge taint
1: uh we have a friend that you make fun of all the time because she has a huge taint no she doesn't that just is a thing that somebody said once and it's kind of funny oh okay um well if she does have a huge taint and has babies someday it'll help her out okay but i don't think she has a huge taint oh how huge can a taint be i don't know i mean like maybe three fingers worth
0: (laughs) that seems fairly normal uh, maybe it? I've only maybe I've only dated women Four? with huge taints. You're talking about length lengthwise end to end, right? Yes. Like I if am. you took if you took all of the fingers of all of the the women that I've ever dated and laid them out end to end, they could almost reach across their taint. One of their taints you can sleep across it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. What? Are, how long would that be if you took all of the fingers off of all of the girls that I've ever dated? And well, how many girls have you dated? Uh, That's the first number we have to come up with. Is, is that really the important thing? I, I mean...
1: Well, I mean, if you want to deal with this in a proper manner, then yes. I don't know. Say uh, 15. 15, yeah. Okay. Sorry, so
0: 15 girls. Did they all have all of their they fingers? They all did have all of their fingers. Okay. Uh, I dated that one girl that was a polydactyl. Not really. Okay. Her name was Polydactyl. <laughs> okay. Uh, you might have seen that movie about her, "Along Came Polly," uh-huh. or heard that Nirvana song about how uh, Kurt Cobain tied her to a chair. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, so that's 15 girls, 10 fingers. That's 150 fingers. Yeah. How long is a finger? Uh, it's you f- know, two and a half inches. Well, we'd have to come up inches? with an with an average, right? Because not all
1: fingers are the same size. Yeah. Not all girls have the same fingers. Some size. girls' fingers are bigger than other girls'
0: fingers. Yeah. mm Hmm uh i don't know Let, let's say um let's say three inches total so,
1: so
0: 450 inches okay so that's like say so 480 inches would be what 40 feet yeah you could definitely sleep on that huh you could probably how how big are the Weave a raft uh and sail to the moon <laughs>
1: And your taint taint ship? (laughs) It's not a
0: taint ship. Taint ship. It's much larger than a taint. Oh yeah, Roy. I I heard you. I what I did. I said taint ship after you said taint ship. Well, I heard taint ship. Okay. And that's not a thing. I don't know. We met that guy named Tain once. Maybe he has a ship. You don't know. Maybe he lives on a houseboat. Uh huh. That's Tain's ship. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, and we also had a listener, Justin, who compiled a list of all of the cocktails from our first 50 shows with ingredients, names, and all of
0: our opinions. So yeah. uh, thank you, Apparently, Justin. Apparently, I say pretty good a lot of the time. Yeah, I do. also feel like one phrase that's going to come up a bunch is this is just a big glass of gin <laughs> because almost every cocktail we've had with gin, that has been my conclusion. <laughs> that's what it tastes like. <laughs> yeah, just a big glass of gin. This uh, This one just tastes like really bitter water yeah we put a lot of bitters in here it's really more like black gin than pink gin Mm, it's like um i don't know rose gin roy have we ever
1: had the conversation Oh, rose gin is the name uh oh is it called rose gin? yeah muddy rose
0: gin okay
1: have we had have we ever had the conversation
0: about black medicine have i ever talked to you about black medicine
1: no is that a band
0: no Uh, It's just a medicine from my childhood that I have never really looked it up to see what this was. It was just a thing that my grandparents had, and we always had a thing of it at the house. And it was in a tin, like shoe polish. tincture. And it said drawing salve on it. And it was just, I don't really understand. It was used in every case. If you got a cut, put some black medicine on it, put a Band-Aid over it. And it was just like this oily, thick, black goop like bag bomb. I don't know what bag bomb is. It's like um, I thought bag bomb was more like body butter. It was like a shave like a sh- cam no. a chamomile. No, it's
1: a petroleum I'm product of camel bag. It's like a vaseline for cow udders, but okay. it's really great for your hands. For your dick. It has mentholatum in it. Oh, so
0: that boy is not good for your dick at all.
1: No, you shouldn't put it on yeah, your dick. you always have Sorry, a bunch I, of, mean, you, I, I mean you that. always have a
0: bunch of little cuts on your dick. it's yeah, you just like dang.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, Yeah, You also don't want to uh, squeeze lemon juice with your dick.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's your fault for being too cheap to buy a weed eater and <laughs> just using you, just swatting all of the thorny plants with your dick yeah. to, to clear out your yard. I
1: I don't know why you do it. It takes so long to do. Yeah. It's, just, you keep it's very ineffective. Like, this is just really not the right tool for this job. Yeah, you do need um. the right tool. I don't know about black medicine. I bet it was petroleum-based, though. I bet it was.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't like know why I called vaseline. it. I don't know why it was always called black medicine. Because it's medicine, medicine it's and it's black. Yeah, but I mean, they didn't refer to Bactine as clear medicine. Remember Bactine? Mm, yeah, no. you grew up in Mexico. They probably just used some sort of foul. We had bag combination home. of mud and manure and, and vaseline. I don't know you couldn't afford cows either. What did you? You just some hay, some rocks. There's like rocks. We use uh, beetle beetle shards. Ooh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you, you'd be careful not to say that three times, <laughs> dear Zach and Roy. How do you tell your boss's boss that your boss is an idiot? Background. I work in a special needs classroom as an associate, meaning I'm subordinate to the teacher. And I want to switch positions because the because my arm fell asleep. <laughs> and I want to switch positions because the teacher in the classroom uh, next door is much more competent and much less irritating. I like the students in my classroom and I feel like what I'm doing is important I just don't get along with the teacher. She's inexperienced, easily flustered, and gets into power struggles because she doesn't really have any management skills. We kind of butt heads sometimes, partly because her lack of control over the classroom makes things really stressful and partly because I can be a bit of a dick when I'm taking orders from somebody i'm much smarter than the guy next door has a lot more experience and is somebody i think i'd learn a lot more from the obvious solution is that i move there since his associate left and everybody's okay with that except i still have to interview with the administration and i'm not sure how to phrase things tactfully i can be positive about what i do want talk about interesting challenges and how i'd be learning things that would be useful for my career but i'm afraid that they're going to ask why can't you do that under mrs x and the only answer is mrs x doesn't know what she's doing is there a tactful way to resolve this situation and move on with my life yours pretty exasperated in public education hmm I don't uh, think that you need to draw attention to it. I mean, you can just move on and odds are your boss's boss already knows. Sure. That's possible. These things. Right. And I mean, you could just say like, well, I just feel like I would get along with this guy better and he is more experienced. And I, I mean, don't even know that's about getting along. I mean, no, I'm saying this is what you could say.
1: In the interview, well, what I'm saying is that I don't think you even need to talk about you would get along with this person more. You just want to see different uh, teaching styles. So you've spent enough time with this teacher, and now it's time for you to move on and experience someone else's teaching styles, you know, in different background and experience.
0: Oh, and since the other teacher is a guy, uh, since he couldn't afford a ruler, he disciplines the students by wrapping them on the knuckles with his dick. That's getting closer to what, what you should be
1: doing with it, but And but it's still not the right tool.
0: The girl can't do that, right? Yeah,
1: well, I mean, she could be using him to do that. Oh, maybe that's why they always have a power struggle.
0: Yeah. You know... Because he doesn't think it's appropriate. <clears throat> my my dad uh, instilled in me when I was a kid. I feel like we've talked about this before. You and I have. The importance of being able to work for somebody that is not as smart as you. mm mm-hmm. um, there's value in that experience. Yeah. You know, and it. in a lot of cases, they're going to be better at the job than you are. And that's why you're their subordinate. Clearly, that's not always true. Um, but like.
1: <sighs> well,
0: sometimes there are things
1: that you can't see that they've already dealt with. And that's why they're doing things a certain way.
0: Butting, butting heads with them in the course of trying to accomplish something in day to day work is kind of a dick move. I think like it may also not get you anywhere. Yeah, well, it's certainly not going to get you anywhere, right? Like it could get you fired. It could, it, it no, could cause... I mean, just
1: like accomplishing the tasks. It yeah. might also not be, be effective. Uh,
0: also, um, this is probably super insensitive and going to make a lot of people really mad, but oh, like I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. Does what? it does it matter in certain ways how good the education is? I mean in a it depends on the special needs class, right? Like is this is this like never going to be a productive member of society special needs class or is this, you know, borderline special needs class where it actually there is a long-term productive goal other than just sort of like maintaining order. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, a
1: teacher also changes and improves with time, you hope. I mean, we hope that we all improve with whatever it is that we do. So um, it's just that one generation, right? I mean, even if this teacher is fairly incompetent now, that doesn't mean that she will always be incompetent. And that's just his opinion. We don't
0: know. Maybe she will have a child, and that child will be a slightly better teacher than her. Yes. Can you wait? Could you could you put yourself into some sort of stasis pod mm. and work with... So here's the thing. put your, Keep putting yourself in stasis pods. Work with generation after generation of this woman's offspring, who mm. I'm assuming will all become special needs teachers, uh, and then write a book about it. And then come back in time, sell the book to the guinness book of world records yes for longest book mm-hmm. and then you'll become famous and uh all those sweet deals will come in book deals <laughs> yeah and then you well uh, and then you won't have to work there anymore right you can start your own special needs school um
1: i would suggest that if you do this um don't have her or her um descendants uh you know fiddle with your stasis pod they might mess it up okay Right have have the other teacher the other guy, yeah, okay. and the other teacher's descendants uh make sure that your stasis pod
0: remains in working order, so one thing that you could do is you could stage your boss's boss. Constantly overhearing conversations between you and somebody else, where you're describing something that someone did in the classroom, and you make it really sound like it was one of the special needs kids, but then there's the revelation that it was actually the teacher. And so the boss's boss just thinks that he's overhearing something, and he thinks, "Ah, who? Who? That story? Mm Who?" And then he fires her, and everybody
1: wins. Oh, okay. Inc- including her, because she's saved from a, a, her own
0: incompetence. <laughs> oh, I guess. I don't know. What is it? I mean, does it do anybody any good for somebody to keep a job that they're no good at? Is anybody served by that? I mean, I guess they get paid. Sure. I, I don't know. We're also, uh, you know... We're taking this guy's word for Sure, we, her don't, we don't really know. When, you know, it could just be, like, you know, it could just be that you disagree with her style and the reason that there's so much friction is because you're being a dick about stuff because you're kind of admitting that you're being a dick about stuff, mm-hmm. which is just like not a thing that you can really do. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it's... If you're, if you're aware that you're being a dick, then... Um, you're probably being like a super dick. Yeah. And there are a ton of times where you're being a dick and you don't even know it. Mm-hmm. That's That's been my experience. <laughs> no, I've done a lot of sure. super, super no. dickery. No. I mean, I'm probably being a dick right now. Mm-hmm. You're looking at me kind of sternly, Roy what no maybe you're just drunk (laughs) dear advice hot dog Uh, I hate to be a downer, but I'm looking for a fresh perspective on a kind of depressing problem. I understand if you don't respond to this. Uh, hmm. My sister has recently given birth to her first child. Normally a happy occasion. This has been marred by her use of illicit drugs both during the pregnancy and since the the delivery, including painkillers and meth. What do you do in a situation like this? Do you just report the drug abuse to Child Protective Services and hope for the best? I and other members of the family have tried controlling her before with no results. Unfortunately, we're not in a financial situation where we can just take possession of the child and raise it. Thanks for any advice and alternative solutions you may have. Sincerely, Heartbroken in the Heartland. That's really rough. That is rough. Um, I feel like I, I feel like we are not qualified to give real advice and it is totally inappropriate to give joke advice about this. Sure.
1: I I agree with that. Um, I would say that you have to get maybe together with your family and discuss what your options are and get a real counselor who's qualified to, uh, guide you. But there is this, If she were to die, you wouldn't just give up the child to uh, protective services, Yeah, so you could take care of it, right? I mean, that would always
0: be a thing. Family would pitch in to do that. You you would figure something out if you had to, Mm -hmm. so you probably could do it. I mean, should you is a question, right? I mean... I don't know. Even if you were. Even if you were financially capable of it, like, do you have an obligation to do it? Like, a moral obligation to do it? I mean... Is it the right thing to do? Well, it's if... a
1: matter of whether you think family is important in that way or not. I mean, a baby is very easy to um, sort of disregard in that sense, but that baby eventually is five or six or ten or twelve. Right. At and that point, you has
0: a meaningful personality.
1: Yeah, and you're going to care about that,
0: mm-hmm. you know. And it is important that they have a family. You could, what you could do is you could get everybody to pitch in. And just float a whole bunch, just like float a whole bunch of checks. Just just go like write checks for the largest amount that you can get anybody to cash. Everybody cashes them all at once, and then you put that money in a suitcase, and then you put the baby on top of the suitcase, and you float it down the river. <laughs> so then, <laughs> and somebody, hopefully, some some queen somebody can- finds the baby says like oh fuck i can't afford to take care of a baby and then they realize that the suitcase is full of money they're Mm. like oh sweet and then when the cops come to yell at you for uh for bouncing the baby all the checks oh oh, no no no, they they don't they don't know about the baby you know because it's not your baby uh then you can just be like our identity was stolen it's the heist of the century somebody stole Mm. my entire family's identity I think it was a family of criminals that did this. Yeah. That's my first clue. Let me know if I can be of any more assistance to you, officers. And then they'll be like, oh, that, that sounds sounds reasonable. Sounds plausible. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. So the, it being inappropriate to give joke advice about this situation didn't stop me, Roy. <laughs> yeah. Didn't stop me at all. That's That's why I care about you. You know, it's always been weird to me. Like, my... My dad's side of the family was extremely small, and there's basically just no, no. I don't know anyone on my dad's side of the family. He was an only child. My grandpa died on that side when I was two. Hmm. Uh, no my, cousins. My grandma died like ten years. I think there are some, but mm-hmm. they would I be. Guess, yeah, they would yeah. Be I mean, they would only be. He's... Yeah, they would be distant cousins. I mean, and my mom's side of the family, there's a lot of there's a lot of people in it, and and it's like you know some of my some of my cousins are kind of fuck-ups. I mean, some of them have, you know, kids and keep getting DUIs and are probably going to end up in jail and stuff, you know. Sure, and maybe if she'd have raised them, it would be okay. (laughs) But, I mean, and that's the thing, like, I have never been particularly family centered. Sure. You know, I mean, we moved, you know, my my parents and I moved far away from my family when I was, like, 13 Mm -hmm. or whatever. And, I mean, I, you know, I like them and I go visit them and I, you know, they call me on my birthday and stuff. I don't know any of their birthdays. I rely on my mom to do all that stuff for me, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I'm not really close with any of them. And I don't know what would happen. I mean, like if what, what would I suggest that my family do? What would I do if I was in this situation? And I don't know. I don't know that I feel any more responsibility for, say, the mistreated child of my cousin Mm -hmm. than I do for the hundreds of thousands of other mistreated children that there are Mm -hmm. out there. I I don't know. You know, I I mean,
1: I know in my situation, I guess I would want to step in and do something about it. It's a, it's much easier
0: to say than it is to do. Um, I mean, if you have a big family, you end up like a crazy cat lady. Except instead of cats, it's fucking babies. Sure. And then you can like never have your own like what your own baby, your own baby is mm-hmm. just like you don't even remember your own baby's name. Your baby's like what the fuck, padre mio. <laughs> uh-huh. I, is that what that's that what you're gonna make your baby call you?
1: Yeah, padre mio.
0: Padre mio. Um, <laughs> Father Mulcahy.
1: <laughs> you know, I I learned maybe. I think it was five or six years ago that um, my eldest brother, who has the six kids, uh, they have it down in their documentation. It, it was much more alarming to me then than it is now. But they had it down that if something were to happen to them, I would get custody of their kids.
0: Is that a thing that you can do to someone?
1: Um. Yes, I think it is. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: That is really problematic.
1: Well, you know, I'm I'm sure I would be
0: given an option of whether I can or cannot do it. But uh, that All would right. be the request. So there's a suitcase full of money. You can take it <laughs> and the kid, or you can send them both down the river. Mm-hmm. But you can't send the kid down the river and take the suitcase full of money yourself because the money is needed for buoyancy. Yes. <laughs> like physically you can't do this.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, uh, you really need to talk to someone who is much
0: more qualified than we are. The problem with the, you know, the problem, at least in my limited experience of talking to people who have actually dealt with stuff like this, you don't want the kid to end up in state custody because. But that's
1: what Child Protective Services is, r- is right? Right. Yeah, and that's a very permanent, yeah,
0: lifelong type and of it's, situation, and it's and it's by and large super fucked up because mm-hmm. like so then if you feel like that now
1: about a stranger what would you how would you well I don't know I mean do you think think
0: I should adopt this kid maybe you should yeah you you seem like you're itching to have a baby I am I I especially want somebody else's fucked up meth baby (laughs) That's that's what I was really hoping for. Um you know, we,
1: we might have a listener out there who maybe is qualified to answer a question like this or would uh know where to uh guide our listener. So uh if if anyone knows, uh let us know.
0: Boring and Bowman writes, I am a disinteresting person. What can I do to be more creative? Man, our our <sighs> listeners are just What's going rays on? of fucking sunshine today. Uh take up woodworking. Huh. Yeah. Maybe uh redo your closet. Maybe get into philately. Nothing nothing What's says that? interestingness like collecting stamps. Oh,
1: that that's what that is? I thought it was like uh someone who whose expertise is making peanut brittle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Fiddle I don't...
1: fiddle faddle. Isn't that a peanut brittle? Uh, or is that well... some kind
0: of popcorn? Yeah, it's like a, a it's of like caramel thing grafittle fettles gonna kind of like cracker jacks or yeah, uh yeah or become uh, an expert in that what's what's the other thing there's another product that's like that uh now or never good stuff mm. so mm, no that's a b-52 song <laughs> uh, there used to be rock lobster <laughs> there used to be uh a, a a product called Doodads Which was like a box oh. of uh, It was sort of like a check Mix checks mix. It was like a savory Chex Mix It like had pretzels and little crackers and stuff in it And uh, I remember my dad once uh, Turning the box upside down And saying, look Zach, Spap Oop
1: <laughs> It was like a calculator Yeah
0: It's pretty awesome <laughs> It was um, Anyway, so we called it Spap Oop from then on And mm. that was pretty cool See, this is where I got my lifelong love of turning words upside down so That's they kind of look like other words.
1: I, I have a similar story where uh, whenever the word combination do-dad would come together, I would go into a little song uh, that consisted of do-dad, do-dad for a long time when I was speaking to my dad. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, like how do you do, dad? And then I would uh, go into my song.
0: Really? Would you say that a lot? How do you do, dad? Uh-huh. I, Surprisingly, ever, so that I could do my song. Well, sure, okay. Have you ever earnestly said to someone, how do you do? Probably. I, I can't say so <laughs> yeah, but, with certainty, I, but, 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 but I have a but feeling you that you do I say have. a lot of dumb shit, and you're aware of that. Exactly. <laughs> so. Thank you for knowing me so well. Uh, um, I, You know... Can you deliberately be more creative? I mean, you you know, yeah, just draw, be more creative. Just do it. Draw a picture. Maybe uh okay, go uh start keeping bees. Buy a bunch of shoelaces. Like find, go and find the oh. cheapest shoelaces yes. and so then make just a dream like, catcher. No, just go go into an empty room in your house. Like if you, if you don't have an empty room, empty a room oh. in your house. I know what you're going to say. Time map. Was Time map. Yeah, where you string
1: A bunch of strings together and you tie them together where certain events in history happen. Oh,
0: that's different. uh, No, listen. Alternate uh, universes. Boring and Bowman didn't ask how you could be more creative, Roy. So, yeah, sorry. Let me write this down so that I remember for later. So, go into the empty room with this pile of shoelaces. You are not allowed to eat or drink or piss or shit or anything. You can't masturbate, you can't do anything. Anything. That until even breathing. Can you breathe? Until you do something with those shoelaces that causes someone to say, my, how creative. <laughs> how artsy of you. <laughs> that's, that's the statement you want. How artsy of you? Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh, you're a real artsy fartsy type of person, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what you want. That's, that is exactly the opinion that you want to have expressed at you. Hey, fellas, I work for an insurance company paying claims. I really like it, and I have some friends there, but there's one problem. I'm really bad at it, and it's only a matter of time before they fire me. Well, I just accepted a job at a factory, a job that pays really well, but it will most likely be horrible even 12-hour days, 7 days a week, sometimes. I was never really able to get through college, so I guess this is my only option. I still like time to be with my friends and play video games, but the money is probably the best I'll ever find. Do you guys have any advice for a guy like me? I really appreciate it. Scared of factory work in South... Klineork. that that last part I made up. See, that's the secret of being creative. South Farcanat, Colinork. South Carolina, um, York. Isn't Farolina some sort of grain? No, semolina. Semolina. No, there's also Farina. Farina. F- okay. You say Farina. I say. Well, Farina. there was a town. There was a town in the county I grew up in called Farina. Uh, and it was pronounced Farina. but there was also a town called Louisville that everybody pronounced Lusville. Lou Louisville, Oh, yeah, I, I was excited for a moment. Right? Yeah, no, they didn't have any bars there. It was a, it was dry. The only oh. bar was the uh, Dryville. Bill uh, Amer- American Legion. The American <laughs> Legion. They had some Budweisers. That was all you could get really and you had to be a member or you had to go there with a member or you had to know one of the high school kids that was the bartender <laughs> wow so, um <laughs> one of the
1: high school kids
0: well no it was a kid who had been to high school ah <laughs> uh, <laughs> really I, I get it it's really what that okay. I meant uh i forgot what we were talking
1: about <laughs> well, so you yeah. shitty job that pays better yeah
0: the, ter- terrible hours it there are there is a certain kind of guy who always thinks that he is about to get fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. we know some of them. Mm-hmm. I feel that way a lot. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't anymore, um, which is weird. Mm. Well, I I mean I understand why you don't. Yeah, because I don't have a boss anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't technically get fired. I can just fail and sure. disappoint and disappoint and jeopardize all of my friends. Sure. Yeah. So that's a that's lot of pressure. Much better. Uh, do you like being in that position? Yeah, it's great. I, I I just I lay awake at night just thinking how much I like it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's this is wonderful. Uh, you, you could just keep the insurance job. I mean, being in a job where you got friends. Yeah, you and you will, can do it. You will. Become if you stay in a twelve-hour-a-day factory job in the long term, you will just become a dried-out husk of a person. And when you are forty, you will look like you are seventy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, yeah, that's young, young people's work. It's just no, it's no way to live. Mm-hmm. And you know, you always have this problem where you either have time or money. I'm it's starting to think that it's um, pretty good to. Have both to to have time. I mean, it's relative, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you got plenty of stuff. Like the thing is, I th- I feel like you and I have reached a point in our lives where it was like, even if we never came up with anything new to do, we have so much shit to do that we will sure. not finish it in our lifetimes. Sure, already. I've. But and so I've yeah, it seems like time would way. be good. And if you if you had just enough money. To be able to continue to I love have that. a one cup of uh, miso soup a day, mm-hmm. or a, an occasional single lentil and a piece of tofu <laughs> or cheese not not raspberry just you regular you can't tell which until you eat it mm-hmm. changes. <laughs> it changes it's Schrodinger's tofu <laughs> um it's it's next to there's there is a vial of a chemical that turns fifty percent of things into cheese. <laughs> When you open the box.
1: Does it have to be tofu to start with? The is that breaks. what's in there? Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Schrodinger's cat had to be a cat you don't to know. start with. You don't know whether it's alive or dead. Sure. Um, so you don't know if it's tofu or not. Uh, so I am moving to the U.S. after living in Germany for three years. I have enjoyed the experience. The problem is there are some things which I can't use and won't use, but I can't throw them away because it was a gift from somebody I like. Also, what is some general advice for moving? Thanks. Semi-hoarder in Hamburg. I should have been semi-hoarder in South Hamburg. Why South Hamburg? Because SH. Oh, got it. Sorry. Semi hoarder in South Hakoda. (laughs) Um,
1: You know, I once had to make a move like that from Germany. I wasn't there
0: as long as you were, but I had to roll up all of your paintings. So first, first unstitch all of the fucking cardboard pieces on from your paintings. Your, from your paintings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, roll Put the paintings in your luggage. up with the paint on the outside, which is not normally the way you would uh, no, intuitively it is how you think you do to it. do it. I know oh, it's how right, you're supposed right, to, but it's not intuitively right. the way you would think to do it. Mail them back. Mm-hmm. Sew all of the fucking cardboard pieces back on them again. Yep. And then maybe move back to Germany and send them back again. <laughs> and then repeat that. <laughs> um, I had two large items that I really
1: wanted to keep. And one of them was this beautiful, large uh, radio um, that still exists, but I wasn't able to bring that back with me because it's very expensive to to send. And the other one was uh, this really heavy typewriter. So what I did is I had my friend store it for me for 10 years. And then after 10 years, I told him, you can keep them. Which she already was keeping them. And then problem solved. Right.
0: Did you go visit them? I visited them once. Yeah, I think I was after there. After 10 years. Yeah. yeah, you saw them. They're yeah. pretty sweet. I saw two of them yeah. after that one night. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. You kept uh, asking what they were. <laughs> Uh, this is a story about a thing in a bar that I, I kept asking what was it, what it was a, a spindle. I don't know. I don't know what it was, Roy. Really. <laughs> I think it was maybe. I think it was part uh, of a spin, It was part of a spinning wheel. Yeah, and, and I kept and saying, "What is this thing?" Kept and Corinne, kept, Corinne, what Corinne kept explaining it to me, and then I wouldn't remember uh, that,
1: <laughs> and then look over and see it again. Yeah, it was pretty And then we went to
0: another bar on the way
1: home from that bar. Yeah, I had an amazing toilet seat. Oh, yeah, it was one of those. It was rocks uh, that were suspended in uh, plastic. Right. Yeah. Corinne
0: took a photo. (laughs) Boy. Uh, yeah, so there's that. So do you think that you could get away with this? once you have a baby? I feel like once you have a baby, everybody cuts you more slack. You could I think fly I have to keep the baby. You could fly no no, no, hear oh, me out. you could okay. fly to Germany. Mm-hmm. you could get that radio. you could put like a like a like a robe, put the baby on top of the radio oh put a right. robe baby man. around the baby mm-hmm. uh, and and put the radio on wheels if it's not already on wheels sure and then just say this is my giant gross fat baby that i have to push around i would have to buy a seat for the baby
1: though sure this is
0: but that's way cheaper than shipping that radio
1: oh i guess that's true yeah i mean if you buy the baby a seat then it gets its own luggage
0: right so then, this is its luggage. Yeah, but I don't think you want the vacuum exposed to the low pressure of the cargo hold. Oh right, the because vacuum, it has tubes. vacuum tubes. Yeah, yeah. the vacuum. <laughs> that is also, this radio is also a vacuum cleaner. That's why you cherish it. The so, um, I would
1: then just remove all
0: the vacuum tubes. Put okay. them in your carry-on. S- smuggle them in your baby's butt. <laughs> sure. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea, actually. Which part? (laughs) Ever going to Germany. Um, I I think that if there's something that you're never going to use, but you don't want to get rid of it because it's a gift from somebody, that's not really a good reason to keep something. I mean, everybody, everybody gets rid of things that are a gift from somebody. And then if they get pissed, say, "Oh, I thought it was a joke gift. I fucking hated that thing. That was a sincere gift. I thought you fuck hated you. it. Fuck you. I don't want to be friends with you anymore."
1: Yeah, and you're moving away, so you don't have to talk to them ever
0: again. No problem, right? Oh man, what if you make a mistake though, and it was like, "Oh, this person gave me this as a gift, but then it turns out, no, I was, I asked you if you would hold on to that for me because that's where the launch codes were." Oh right. And then you're like, "Oh fuck, I sent it to, I sent it to North Korean thrift store." <laughs> that you've doomed us. Don't do that. Yep. <laughs> Roy, if somebody wanted to get some of this,
1: <laughs> really the question is why would somebody <laughs> want some of this? <laughs> okay. Uh, so if, <laughs> if, you, if you want to get in touch with us, <laughs> you should go to our website, which is called advicehotdog.com. And there you would see links to our Gmail, Twitter, Facebook a phone number and you can send us cards
0: before you leave tonight i want to call the advice hot dog phone number from your phone so i can hear what the greeting looks like listens like do, do you think this is why people aren't calling <laughs> no i just i it's am reluctant greeting i am reluctant to solicit calls at that number in the venues that i have where i can reach a lot of people I see. if i don't like the greeting <laughs> Got it, and I just don't know. I mean, what it's tonight
1: like. we we got a call from someone that didn't leave a message.
0: Oh, great!
1: <laughs> thanks, thanks, buddy. We should play that right you now. Yeah, it was
0: probably just somebody trying to figure out what kind of car advice hot dog drives for some sort of scam or oh, mailing that's, list.
1: That's possible. Yeah, yeah, that's that happens a lot. All right, that's how you get in touch with us. You All can right. also go to iTunes and give us a rating. That helps us out, and yeah. uh, people find us that way.
0: So, something weird happened. I uh, uh, periodically look. I don't really use the iTunes app on my phone, but I go into it, you know, maybe once a week to look and see if anybody's left us a review and see how our ratings are. And also, you know, to see if the feed is updating properly. Sure. As of yesterday, Advice Hot Dog i had a search i had a search on itunes for just hot dog and i always had to scroll down past like the songs and there's like you know a couple albums called hot dog or whatever and then there's an album called hot dog there's a they might be giants album called hot dog apparently yeah i don't know Uh, i don't either and then in podcasts there was advice hot dog and video games hot dog but as of yesterday that search returns you look nice today and video games hot dog which i very much do not understand Huh, I don't either. It's super, super weird. So I don't know if somehow they got to be a bigger search term for hot dog. Uh, I guess I so. don't really get it. Or maybe they mentioned us uh, in their podcast. If you work for iTunes, uh, explain what the fuck is going on with anything ever, please. Because it is it is extremely confusing and frustrating to be a content provider forced to use this structure... With absolutely no guidance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I guess, I guess they keep their methods inscrutable so that people don't like game them. Is there even a uh, customer service? Oh, um, boy, I doubt it. Outlet. Email, I mean, because they're not anything? really doing. Like, iTunes is sort of providing a free service for us by indexing the podcast. Sure. Right. I mean, they don't get. But anything. you still have questions to ask. Yeah.
1: Well, they get their service okay, used.
0: So we go to a medium. And we asked to talk to Steve Jobs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really I, glad I like that I never met. Going. I'm really glad that I never met Steve Jobs uh, before he died because I feel like I would not have been able to say one word to Steve Jobs without getting into a huge argument with him. Really? About something? Yeah. That's just. That's. You my, think you
1: would have done that, or you just would have listened to oh, his? Oh, uh, I think
0: I absolutely would have. Huh. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah
0: uh roy are you ready for the stinger i am russell sends the stinger cease capital punishment or stop minting pennies okay uh which do you think
1: uh while i'm principal i'm against pennies
0: okay but from a practical standpoint Uh uh-huh Uh, It would be a lot easier to make change if we stopped executing all of the store clerks. Uh Uh, Well,
1: you know, I mean, if it's a monetary thing, then I guess you stop um, making pennies, right? Because uh, it takes a lot of money to keep someone alive in the system. Is that true? I, my understanding
0: is that, I, like, given all of the the sort oh, of like no, regulations, right, of it, that it is more stuff. that it is more expensive to execute somebody than to than to continue to house <sighs> yeah, them. Yeah,
1: probably. I mean, on principle, I'm I'm against capital punishment. I, I really don't know that it's a proper deterrent or does anything except.
0: um Well, I mean, it yeah. definitely eliminates the possibility of recidivism in that particular case. Um. I guess no more so than life in prison, but sure. It's hard to say. It is hard to say. Yeah. I mean, I think the the odds of an innocent person getting executed while a compelling argument against ever executing anybody is not like on its face sufficient. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I mean, because
1: I feel there have been innocent people that have been executed.
0: Yeah, but I mean, there have been people who got killed because they were wearing a seatbelt. You know? Mm-hmm. And, like, the... the decision to make people wear seatbelts is a good one even though it occasionally causes some harm to an innocent person, right? No, what you're saying sounds like there shouldn't be seatbelts anymore. Yeah, that's probably true. Or baby seats. Okay, so here's what we do. We stop minting pennies. Or we cars. take all of the pennies that exist and we stuff them into the latches of seatbelts so that the seatbelt just never fucking works again. <laughs> its <laughs> problem solved. Yeah. Um and eventually they will run out of pennies at the same time as all of the manufacturers give up on making any new seatbelt latches. Hmm. And oh and also uh we can make a new continent out of all the discarded seatbelt latches. And we can call it latchistan. <laughs> sounds like a plan. <laughs> Alright. So uh we'll we'll see you guys we'll see you guys in Lachistan in a couple of years. All oh right. no, we make a new continent all right. We make a new continent of Lachistan out of all these seatbelt yes. latches. And then all of the people that we would have executed, we just ship them to Lachistan oh. and we don't give them any bridges or anything or any way to get. <laughs> we don't it. give them bridges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that's normally the way that people normally sure, intercontinental yeah. travel when you make is, a new is continent. accomplished via a series of bridges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, well, no, I mean, you just send them over there and like wh- whatever they can fashion out of seatbelt latches, they are welcome to use. Sure. Um, you know, maybe a lot of them would fashion um, a sort of a bludgeon. <laughs> you know, because you can just sort of do that. It's not really fashioning it so much as it's just like picking one of them up. Sure. Um, so that's and, a thing. And someone else with them. Yeah. If you find a really big one, maybe you could have sex with it.
1: Do you think there are different size latches, like seatbelt latches? Well, I think I that's mean, kind of a standard size. I like an
0: 18-wheeler. You know, they have like those big transmissions and complicated gear shifts. And they probably also have... Like, like their seatbelt latches are probably like latches. more like the size of a truck or stick <laughs> um huh Yeah. Right tool they, for the right job
1: yeah exactly <laughs> okay all right i've been zach i've been roy and this has been advice hot dog